0: blog talk radio hello welcome to snake old radio here on blog talk radio this is your host jim ventura thank you for joining me today uh... happy thursday day before halloween uh, if it's your first time tuning into uh... old radio let me tell you a little bit about me and the show and then we'll kind of progress onto our topics today Uh, Again, my name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional navigational consultant. Um, That means my expertise is in astrology and numerology, and I also work with oracles like uh, runestones and tarot and angel cards and things like that as well. Um, Kind of making a point to everyone, I'm not a psychic in the traditional sense. Uh, I, I am able to use oracles to give people guidance and kind of get a feel for where things are heading and going, but don't claim to uh, be able to tell everyone exactly how things are going to go. I often do more work in helping people understand their own process and helping to navigate that. Uh, That's where that term navigational consultant came from. Anyway, uh, I am a uh, blog column author, a monthly column called Snake Oil, of course. If you're not already getting my column, go to Email me at yahoo at com and I can add you to the uh, monthly newsletter mailing list. Uh, it is free, and it is blind copied out, so you can read my column every month. Uh, also, if you're interested in any of my services for sessions, either local in office here in Phoenix or by phone, uh, go to my website at com and you can check out all the uh, information there, as well as my um, availability for books and other things that I've done. Okay, so uh, I usually try to do the show about three times a month, almost every Thursday. I usually miss one or two, depending on my schedule, which has been pretty busy lately. We've got a couple different formats we go with with each show. I generally do, early in the month, we'll do a live column read and uh, discussion about that. And then we have our astrology update show, which we're doing today. Where I kind of tell you guys in on what's going on astrologically, give you an overview that way. And uh, I will be taking, I do take live calls on the astrology update show after I finish with um, covering the astrology material, which usually runs about 20, uh, 25 minutes into the show. Then I'll start taking live calls. I'll announce that in a little bit. Um, I see you've got some people already calling in. Just hang for a little bit. I will take some calls today. Uh, we are list it as an hour show today, but it is just going to be a 45-minute show. Uh, I will be doing a... Um, Uh, a show right before Thanksgiving at normal time for me on a Wednesday at 3.30, and that's going to be an hour show, Astrology Update, and I'll also be able to take more calls during that show. That's kind of my Thanksgiving gift back is to give a few more live uh, mini consultations on air. Uh, But we should be able to get to a couple of them later on today as well. So if you're not able to get on today, uh, definitely uh, call in for the show on the day before Thanksgiving on Wednesday, and we'll uh, make sure you get in and then. Okay, so, uh, again, welcome everyone, whether you're catching the show live or in archive. Glad to have you here. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on astrologically, and then, like I said, a little later on, I'll announce it and we'll, we'll start taking a few live calls. Um, okay, I guess the big news in astrology for most uh, everyone, whether you were consciously aware of it or not, was the Mercury retrograde, which came to an end about five days ago. Uh, literally, literally five days ago, uh, it came to its big finale. Um, you know, I talked about, as most astrologers do, we've talked about Mercury retrogrades before. Um, you know, standard information Mercury retrogrades because it does rule, uh, and astrology rules the way we think, the way we communicate, the way we express ourselves. Of course, that's going to also apply to uh, computer equipment and phones and anything else that has to do with expression is going to be, you know, ultimately ruled by Mercury. And when we say ruled, it just means that that sort of planet governs the energy of that. And, and you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard to explain to people that don't understand astrology um, that I think it's odd to say, how would you think a planet would affect things? Well, the planet just represents that part of us. We're all part of the universe, so we have our energy pattern in that as well, too. So by, by understanding Mercury's movement, We do understand the way we think and communicate. So, you know, the base level where Mercury is in your chart when you're born will show the style and the way you tend to communicate. So if Mercury was in Sagittarius when you were born, you'll tend to think like a Sagittarius and communicate like a Sagittarius. Then on top of it, we look in our astrology charts and we kind of get a viewpoint to see what house, the house of life, it was occupied in when you were born. And that will tend to be the area in your chart where you tend to think a lot where you do a lot of your analysis, your communication, where you're always pondering and thinking about that. You know, the thing I tell people is Mercury is less a planet of action or more a planet of analysis or movement representing that part of us. Mars kind of rules action and, and taking, you know, taking some type of, you know, movement forward for good or for bad. Mercury rules really just uh, what we contemplate. So, you know, standard of Mercury retrograde, they happen a couple of times a year for about three weeks. Is it just tends to kind of get communication to be a little screwy? We tend to kind of start thinking about
1: those areas of
0: life again, reevaluating it. You know, classic Mercury retrograde can be screw ups in communication. Uh, you know, I had a, do- a few doozies. This one, um, the day Mercury went retrograde, I had gone to the bank, made a deposit through an ATM, and uh, it wouldn't allow me to make the deposit. I pulled out real quick, and I went over to the uh, the drive through, which was still open on a Saturday, and I realized I had left my ATM card in there, and I immediately pulled back out into it. And because it was Wells Fargo, so they swallowed up the card and had to go into the bank, get another card. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Um, not the end of the world by any means, of course. Uh, but uh, And quite good that they took the card as opposed to waiting for someone else to come along and potentially take it. But uh, definitely great example of that and and right on the you know, day or two before it came to its end my air conditioning also took a dive um so i have to look into getting that result although i consider it kind of a blessing because um at the end of the summer here in phoenix i really don't need the air conditioning for the winter i can kind of hold on that even though i think it's probably just like replacing the freon um Anyway, had a lot of people kind of talking about a lot of mishaps and things with this Mercury retrograde, so it seemed to be a little bit of a difficult one. And I think that's because it started out in Scorpio, and it moved its way back into Libra where it is now. So what we kind of, when what I, what I kind of explained, I think I had done this on the last show when it was going in, was you know Scorpio tends to kind of bring up. The part or area of our chart where we tend to be powerful where we tend to have influence um that's the good side of it uh you know scorpio is where we can influence people where we have that that charismatic energy and and power to to you know transform others to influence them um you know on the negative side it can show where we may sometimes be manipulative or um sometimes let sort of the darker parts of ourselves surface Um, you know, Scorpio, uh, you know, does contain that that power that we have as human beings, and that power can be abused or misused as well. So, you know, listen, you don't have to be a Scorpio to understand this. Everyone's got Scorpio somewhere in their chart. Um, So because Mercury was in Scorpio, it really had everyone kind of thinking a lot about where you have power and influence and where you may not. Um, As it pulled its way back into Libra, it became a lot about relationships and negotiations and Legal contracts and agreements and various other things that have come into play, so now that it's gone direct, you know, again moving forward, there can almost could have be a feeling like you know something started off difficult and then it maybe got easier, and you realize that you had to just make some negotiations and shifts in your relationships or with other people uh in relation to any you know contractual agreements or things that you were looking into. But now as it works its way back into Scorpio again too, we may find um, some kind of residue effect of some feeling of a little power struggle or things that we're trying to work through. So one of the messages I often have for people who have strong Scorpio in their chart is really ultimately when you learn how to control yourself and your responses to things, that really does improve your power because we can get caught up in that negative side of it and get jealous or possessive or angry or feel like people are, you know, in some way being um, mean or, or, you know, or, or really pushing that that darker part of us to come to the surface. Uh, if anyone caught my column, I'm just sending it out now because it's November first, and I wrote a column called Cyberbullying, and I am talking about um, how that, you know, something that triggered me recently as well too, dealing with bullies through, you know, through the internet and in, in other uh, arenas. So, um, but I was good. I, I caught myself in the back. If you read the column, you'll catch that I really recognized something in myself and in other people in a way that was really helpful to not, like I said, get kind of pulled into that trap of what that energy is potentially about. So, uh, but now, again, Mercury is in Libra. So, you know, what it's got for most of us, depending on where Libra is in your chart, is it's going to be a lot about thinking and analyzing and contemplating um You know, where you, how you handle relationships with other people, how you maintain harmony, balance, all of those things that really, really come to surface. Um, You know, remember, Mercury's not necessarily an action planet. I'll I'll talk to you about Mars in a minute. So it really has to do with what we're contemplating, what we may be thinking about a lot. Um, So we're often now thinking a lot about balance and harmony. So the sun, of course, has moved into Scorpio as well, too. So again, looking at where that is in your chart, is going to be pretty significant because I reiterate the idea that if you do not Scorpio, it doesn't mean you don't have somewhere, you have Scorpio somewhere in your chart. Um, you know, I have it in my seventh house, um, my house of marriage partnerships and relationships. So I tend to have very intense relationships, uh, very all or nothing. Uh, If I go in, I go in completely or I don't go in at all. You know, the area in our chart where where Scorpio sits can sort of be what I humorously say, where whenever that part of us is triggered, we we go in full barrel. Um, Really, you know, it's like there's only, you know, two speeds, uh, total all or nothing or, 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 you know, fascinated detachment. And that could be another element of where Scorpio sits in our chart is where it's almost at the energy of a volcano where sometimes it'll erupt and become consuming in a way. And other times it sits dormant, um, where, you know, that area of your life, you're just kind of leaving stiff in that sense. Um, so the you know, sun has moved into Scorpio. So, again, it's going to have us really looking at a lot of the details of of life, you know, where Taurus represents kind of more of the practical details of work and life and and the dynamic of of security and bill pays. The 8th house or Scorpionic energy has more to do with shared resources. In other words, how our influence financially, uh, emotionally, sexually, all the things that are sort of the deeper elements of life, combine and work with other people. You know, we cannot be an island in this world in that sense as much as we may want to be and pull ourselves away from all other people. We have to deal with them. And when you do, of course, you, you know, power struggles can surface. Um, everyone knows this in a relationship, you don't know, how much you may love a partner relationship, there may be times when they trigger you where you, I us say, so humorously might want to strangle that person. Uh, that's, I don't recommend that, of course. And, 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 you know, and you could still love someone and have discomfort uh, with that. But um, like I said, that's the, you know, Scorpio is going to really pull a, Kind of an emotional intensity in at this point in the game, but again, on the positive side, it can often show where we actually have a lot of influence um in relation to other people, and what kind of power we truly have, sometimes it can really be almost like eye opening in that way um as to you know what we're what we're capable of in that sense um and that can be a very, very good thing because channeled the right way, Scorpio energy is about as powerful as it can get. For us in that sense so sun is in scorpio for the next couple of weeks um moon is in aquarius again i don't usually mention the moon in too much detail just because typically it is um you know the uh, moon will stay in the sun for about two days so it tends to be a little bit more of an emotional influence or a somewhat more temporary trigger um the sun mercury venus um these are what we call personal planets they tend to be a lot more noticeable uh, but they'll typically stay in a sign for about a month, sometimes a month and a half, depending on a retrograde motion uh, or two. Um, but they kind of show the areas in life that are highlighted, you know, for about a month or so. Uh, Venus is in Scorpio as well. Um, I have a natal Venus in Scorpio. Uh, I mean, that's where it was when I was born. Um, So, uh, you know, Venus and Scorpio, uh, again, it's really going to trigger a lot around our romantic matters, uh, feminine energy, really looking at that arena. Um, So, you know, keep in mind, one of the things about Venus and Scorpio is it's meant to sort of remind us that sometimes, you know, feminine energy, the way we draw things to us is more important or powerful than necessarily how assertively we, we, we go after something. Sometimes it's the putting out of intention and the ability to bring things to you that is very powerful in that way. Uh, but yes, we can find ourselves sort of drawn into very intense experiences with other people while Venus transits its way through Scorpio. Again, wherever this is in your charts, so say for instance this this particular element is in your work service house, you may find these issues come up more around work if it's in Um, your uh, friendship house, it may surface more around friendship. So that's one of the benefits of of using an astrologer or or doing research on your own to know where your planets are natally as well as through transit. And what it means through transit, it means where they're transiting now in relation to your chart. So Mars is actually in Capricorn. Um, Mars is our male energy, our assertiveness, our aggressiveness. Mars will typically stay in a sign for about two months or so another personal planet in that way, you know, Mars in Capricorn is kind of a strong placement because it can sort of get us to be a little bit more conscientious of working toward long-term goals and being able to work hard toward those goals, kind of hopefully somewhat patiently. In that sense, Capricorn as a sign is not a sign that usually finds itself accepting ease, I mean, on the positive side, Capricorn, people understand that you often feel like you work hard for the things that matter and come to you and will often give a willingness to do so. So that, to me, is kind of one of the things about Mars moving through Cap. It usually can kind of bring us into a place of looking at long-term goals and things that we want to accomplish and sort of give us that tenacity to necessarily do that. Um, you know, Anytime we're addressing any endeavor in our life, there are times, of course, when fear is going to surface. Um, that is very natural, or even obstruction or or blockades that can come up along the way. We've always got to kind of analyze whether that blockade and that obstruction is telling us we shouldn't proceed further at all, or more often than not, it's just something that we may have to work through as we progress our way to a goal. Um, but, you know, If it's just repeated blockades that you're encountering, maybe that's when you have to step back and say, okay, is this for Is good? is, you know, if it's too difficult, maybe it's not in my best interest to proceed. But, you know, I think more often than not, we do encounter difficulties and and problems along the way um, that that come up in life. Uh, You know, I think I have to remind this to my clients all the time. When you're in a physical body, of course, you're subject to the demands of the physical plane. And, And part of that is that we experience duality. There are times when you're happy, there are times when you're sad. There are times when things are easy and there are times when things uh, are difficult. Um, I think the key that I often suggest for most people to remember is when things are difficult, you know, let's remember it's probably not always going to be this way. There will be a time of ease or peace or harmony that will surface. And then also, you know, wisdom in the other capacity. When things are going really well and positive, we have to remember sometimes we've got to store nuts for the winter. We have to not worry about it, but be prepared for a time of, you know, of of possible difficulty or challenges that may surface. Again, not from a fear perspective, but more from a practical way of sort of understanding that there is kind of a movement of, you know, of ups and downs that exists in this life. You know, a lot of people go through this with relationship as a perfect example. You know, sometimes the early stage is sort of like the endless honeymoon. And then later on, you know, problems and things surface and, you know, the sexual energy may shift or or die or other things may uh, come up or be encountered along the way. Most people will tell you in long-term relationships, we've been together for 30, 40, 50 years, there have been times when they may have almost broken up or had or gone through some very cathartic difficulties. I think, you know, you can almost look at that somewhat in seven-year cycles, although we don't have to get uh, literal on that. But I just think, you know, when it comes to relationship, a good rule of thumb is if it's really difficult from the beginning, it's probably not for you in the long run. Um, You know, I think sometimes people get caught up in that trap where it is—it's really, really tough right from the get go. And I don't know, you know, again, whether that is usually necessarily a sign that things are going to improve. Um, I think, you know, I've encountered this a lot with clients in the past, both male and female. Maybe if we got married, it would be better. If we had a kid, it would be better. You know, and I think you, you got to kind of remember sort of a good general rule of thumb when it comes to relationships. Listen, if you're getting along 80% of the time and you've got difficulties 10%, 20% of the time, that's still a good relationship. That That's positive. But if it's sort of 60% bad most of the time, well... You know, that that's not necessarily a good sign. I always remind everyone, you know, not every relationship is meant to last for a lifetime. A lot of us have been conditioned into believing that to be the case. Um, some people have that experience, but listen, most of us do not. Uh, you know, some relationships are only meant to be for a few hours. Some are for, you know, a few days, a few months. Some are for years. Some are for a lifetime. Uh, we have to always, I think, remember that, you know, to stay sane in that sense. Okay, let me mention a couple of other uh, planets here, and then we're going to go to the phone lines because I've got a number of calls. I want to see if I could try to get at least three calls in before we finish up today, maybe four dependent on how quickly I can move through those. Uh, Jupiter's in um, Leo. Uh, mentioned this Jupiter's a planet of expansion and where we're philosophical and larger than life. You know, wherever Jupiter's in our chart typically kind of represents that part of us that can be um optimistic and positive and have a lot of talent ability and philosophical. Um so, you know, Jupiter's kind of a cool thing to track in a chart because it will often show where we're lucky out or we're having benefits, or we're kind of willing to expand, you know, in some way. So uh that, that kinda is uh you know a definite positive with uh the influence of Jupiter. Um Jupiter will usually stay in the sign for about a year. So, uh, Jupiter's been in Leo for a couple of months now. will continue to progress its way through Leo. Um, you know, what that's bringing up is our creative side our more, um, you know, energetic or the side or decide sort of us want wants to show and, and be acknowledged and applauded for what we do well in that sense. Um, it can bring up definitely some ego issues as well, but for the most part, Jupiter and Leo tends to be kind of a creative trigger for most people. Again, wherever Leo is in your chart, is going to be significant because this will often show where we want to shine. Leo's ruling planet is the sun, so it's like sort of like having Jupiter conjunct the sun in some ways. And Saturn's been in Scorpio for a couple of years now. It's got a little bit longer in terms of Scorpionic movement, and then it's pushing its way into Sag for um, the summer. Um, You know, I've talked about this before. Saturn represents limits, restrictions, the things that kind of slow us down but inevitably become sort of a lump of coal that we polish into a diamond. So Saturn and Scorpio has definitely, you can see this across the board personally as well as through, um, you know, looking at things politically and in other areas. You know, I've said this in other shows, but Saturn through Scorpio is really showing us how much power we have and whether we – uh, whether we there will be repercussions if we use it too heavy-handed in, in some respects, um, you know, Saturn and Scorpio can really um, show that tenacity that we have to work toward, again, a long-term goal in that capacity as well, but um, it also really is definitely a test for us to look at sort of, uh, you know, where we, we can get out of balance or, or again, get heavy-handed in some respects with the potential power that we have. Um, I, I've used examples of a lot of political uh, people, you know, kind of getting shot in the foot because of things that they did years ago, which are on video. I, I think nothing is, as you know, anything people do is 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 going to be recorded by someone at this point in the game so a lot of people are dealing with um with with those repercussions and how that affects things as well you know let me mention this also too you know uh, a lot of people have some fear around um ebola and isis and all of that i had mentioned this a little bit in in, in my uh in editorial in my column um guys listen one thing i could tell you i no, no, in that area, I just thought, I always noticed during election times, there seems to be a lot more to fear about. I think people tend to vote a bit more conservatively when there's things to be afraid of. Although, on the other hand, gas prices are low, and usually they also go up during election cycles, so that that debates the theory. Uh, But, uh, you know, listen. Your chance of contacting Ebola are pretty much nil. You know what I mean? Unless you're a health professional, this is just one of these type of things that it's just got people scared, largely for pretty much kind of nothing. Um, also, the ISIS thing, and as difficult and troubling as it is, worrying about us being attacked. You know, I always jokingly say, listen, if, if if they were able to get over here in the first place, they wouldn't get through two towns in Alabama before they were taken out. You know, these these are just a lot of times these drum-up fears come up as well, too, because people are reactive to them. Um, you know, back in 2008, the the fear tactic that was used during the election was gay marriage. It was going to ruin the stability of heterosexual marriage, and a lot of people bought that baloney, of course. So that, of course, is crumbling, which is a good thing. Um, that whole, uh, you know, these propositions against the ludicrous... Um, but, you know, I think sometimes people use that scapegoat option, that idea of attempting to scapegoat something to distract us from other issues that really need to be looked at and addressed. Okay, so I've, um, I have i want to start to get some of these calls. I would certainly more astrology information to talk about, but I had some incredibly patient people here. I want to try to hit some of these calls before we run out of time. So i got to keep these calls down to about five minutes, guys. I know um, once I start chatting with you, I can be pretty chatty. as almost Sagittarians. And I want to give you more insight, but we just gotta kind of keep these brief. But we want to get to as many people as we can, so I should be able to get to at least three of these calls. Uh, call Calling number is six four six two hundred three nine six six. By the way, hello. And, uh, hi, who's who am I chatting with?
2: This is Jill. Do you hear me?
0: Yes, I hear you fine, Jill. Can you hear me? Yeah,
2: cause you said a different number, and I'm eight four seven.
0: Uh, yeah, you're 847. No, I was actually clicking on your number while giving everyone the call-in number, so that's why, you know, it, it's oh, definitely okay. you, you're on. Yeah, I caught that as kind of a, a dual thing I was doing at the same time. Okay. I hope you get it before you got on, but you uh, get on very quickly. So anyway, welcome to the show, Jill. Uh, have you called in before? It's your first time. Yeah,
2: oh, it's been a while, though, and you're excellent.
0: Thank you. So uh, good to hear from you again. Tell me if you have a question. What's your what you wanna? Okay, I'm
2: moving with very little notice. I have no idea where my future, what my future holds, where I'm gonna go. Anything.
0: Right. Um, And what was the prompt about that? Was it a job change or was more of a a discomfort in that sense?
2: A discomfort.
0: Yeah, it feels a little feels a little bit more that way. are you are you being pushed out in that sense, or is it just yes, more that my this, parents kind of own the home
2: and my sisters have been trying to? They're really deceitful, manipulative. I made mistakes too. Right. They set okay. me up to fail. Let's just put it that right. way.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, so let me tell you what I'm kind of picking up on this, and I pulled an angel card on this because that's what I'm hearing. You need some extra angels. To help you through this process and the maneuver, and, and you are, you're going to land on your feet. Don't it, It's not an easy transition, so I'm not going to BS you in that sense, but you will land on your feet because it feels to me like the first thing I want you to contemplate in this transition and this change is all the mistakes that you've made, like forgive yourself. Okay. Okay. Let it go. Seriously, you you Yay. know, you got pulled into manipulation, they manipulated you, you know what I mean? It became this yep. kind of game of push and pull and put it down, like literally just put it down in that sense, because I think it's you're just tired of carrying it anyway, um, Yes. and you're seeing that, it, it's just creating this kind of negative effect, but it does feel yeah. to me a little bit like in some ways they're trying to punish you for, in some respect. For. With, with that?
2: what are they trying to punish me for?
0: Oh, for. Now you're saying for. Yeah, I mean, because I think there, I mean, it not only feels like some present difficulties, but even some past stuff. In other words, yeah. it's like there is a little bit of almost a sense of sort of pushing you out so that you could potentially fail. Yeah. So don't do that. In other words, and this is the beauty of, of being a fire sign. I'm a fire sign. I don't necessarily know where you are. But yes. the thing I always joke with, are you as well. Yes. Okay. I always say this is a good rule of thumb. You know, anytime, I always say anytime someone dares me and draws a line in the sand, tells me what I can or cannot do, to me all that is is fuel in my tank. Right. I always say, it's like someone you're trying to tell me that I'm going to fail or I can't do this, watch what I can do. So I would like you to channel that fire in a productive way because when I pulled the angel card for you, it actually is interesting. The angel message came up blessing in disguise. So usually when that comes up, it means something is falling away and it's going to be replaced by something else, and later on you'll into to look at this as a blessing, even though right now, I'll say this as humorously as possible, it looks like a pile of shit. Right. And that's, but you will look back on it and ultimately be like, you know what, this was kind of a good thing, because it just feels to me like really what was happening with the home and all of it is it, it just feels like you were entangled into too much, like, other people's stuff, and it was dependency, other factors, and this is just an opportunity for you to um, really be on your own and start over and kind of clear away all these cobwebs in that sense. So they're telling me, yeah, it's going to happen rapidly. Um, I feel like um, there is, uh, it feels to me like a temporary move in that sense. Um, I feel like you're going to find a spot that that's not really necessary where you're going to stay in that sense but it'll work to help you make the transition because I feel like there's a lot coming up about this being related to you finding the right job and the right work. Um, Information about that will come in in November into early December, but I feel like um, you kind of landing in the right work or the right right spot feels a little bit more like January or so before you really know kind of what you're going to do and and how this is going to go because I am seeing work coming up at that point which is good. I feel like there will be a job. There will be some income coming in again, although it feels like you're going to have to sort of, you know, it's definitely going to be like working right. your way up into something in that okay. sense. But I do see an opportunity that does come your way, um, and I know it's going to look like at first um, it's not really necessary ideal, but your guides are saying that you are really resourceful, That's what's going to really come out of this, the recognition of how resourceful you are in that sense and where you can necessarily take this. So that's what I'm hearing is there is a solution. It's a little bit of a bumpy road for the next couple of months, but you will land on your feet. And I just feel like by the time you're at, like, May of um, 2015, you're going to be in that sort of space of feeling really confident again and, like, that you are happy with the transition. So – it's good. It's it's positive. It's just, it is. It's a blessing in disguise. It where was, Where like, is
2: this temporary home going to be? Do you get anything on that?
0: Yeah. I feel like, um, have you kind of put feelers out for it already?
2: Yeah. A friend of mine's helping me.
0: Yeah. Because that's, because that's what I'm kind of hearing is that someone that helps you with it, um, it almost feels like, it is almost like a timing thing where it might even be that you are like house sitting or there's a, there's a, there's a potential for you to stay somewhere for a couple of months. That's why I'm hearing it's temporary. Uh-huh. But it actually almost feels like it won't, you know, you'll end up sort of be helping someone at some level as well with this. And that yes. seems to be what's interesting about it. And I like that because it will feel more balanced for you to be able to yes. do that. But that's what they're saying. The friend, that someone is going to help you with it and that you already kind of put that in motion. So you're actually okay. Is it a
2: okay. woman with knee problems, uh, you think? With what? Do
0: you get a woman with knee problems? Yeah, it's definitely a female. Um, uh, it, it just feels to me like there's someone who, it's just genuine that, that she wants to help.
2: Okay. And that's
0: uh, So there's something with that that comes up. So, yeah, you know, just kind of trust in the process as you go through it. But I do, see, you're not going to be homeless. You're not. Okay. This, will, this will come up fairly quickly. But, again, remember that, too. It's not necessarily a permanent spot. Got, there'll be other shifts that come with work and other factors that will get you into a much stronger position. Within, My uh, within.
2: Absolutely
0: okay. Yeah, you're leaving them. Which one are you bringing them with you during the transition? I've got to
2: bring them with me. My dog is old. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the. Uh, that's what, what's interesting. It feels to me like, like I said, that that's going to be a little bit of a challenge later on, but not initially. It okay. feels like that. Where you go, they'll be okay with that. Okay. Thank you. All right, good. Let me. Uh, you know what? Don't
2: say over. that you're not psychic because, like, you pull things that you like. You knew I was a fire sign. You just know things. Right. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, you know you're the like reason so that psychic
2: I it's amazing.
0: Yeah, but the, you know what the but reason that I say you do that? But that? Or, yeah, I, I absolutely know that I do, and I'm good at it. But the reason that I say that is because what ends up happening sometimes is. Like I, I had a I had a, someone I read for a while ago and she was from the radio show too and she did a, a session and in the reading it had said that she would meet she was in, involved with a married man and it was not going well and it so the card said she would meet someone else so she wrote me months ago and said you know what what you said didn't turn out I did meet this other guy but I chose to stay with the married guy because I love him more and I was like well that's what you chose to do. The universe right. gave you another road, and now you're still stuck with a married guy who never left his wife. How the hell is that my fault? <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, that, but that doesn't mean
2: it's not going to happen.
0: Right. It's just, she, she made a decision accordingly. So that's the only reason I say that is because I think sometimes people are, are trying to get me to sort of take over for their creation of their own reality. I'm just able right. to proceed. We still have to make good decisions and good choices um, uh, accordingly to move forward. So, But I appreciate your input. Your um, No, you I'm, are I'm,
2: like some of the things you just pull out are just just amazing.
0: Yeah, it comes from just They're years like I have done are like little
2: details this. that you wouldn't know. There's no way in hell you would yeah. know.
0: You know what it is? And I would say this, too. It's because the people who call in, you, this is what's sort of awesome about call-ins, you're so eager for information, you often have to wait that, for me, energetically, it's like an open book. Okay. Which is very complimentary. Because sometimes yes. people will come to me and they're afraid, like they're having an affair, and they're afraid I'm going to judge them as if I could give a crap. Right.
2: You know what I mean? Do whatever
0: you're going to do. I'm not I'm not a priest. I'm not here to tell you right. the right you or wrong. Right. You don't know
2: their journey or their karma Absolutely. or so whatever. That's why
0: because the, my call-ins are so eager, you guys are waiting and you're open. So you really do make it easy, and I appreciate that. So
2: well, you're outstanding.
0: Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. It was great talking to you. Definitely call and give us an update, All right.
2: Okay, and I appreciate your show and you helping people. And I'm going to stay on and listen, okay?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think,
2: yeah, unless tough. I get a call.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Good. Thank All right, you. Thank you, Jill. That was a great call, and I appreciate the uh, the update. One uh, update, because I know you're going to land on your feet. Again, I would say this with fire to remember that. Like I said, just let that be fuel in your tank. But a very key thing is we do forgive yourselves, because we do, we get caught up in all this emotional debris and I'm stupid, and I should have done this, and maybe I shouldn't have done that. And listen, forgive yourself, move on. You know, more, rarely do we do things just to be mean. You know what I mean? Some, we just make mistakes. Like even the word sin originally meant to miss the mark. But when we're, we're holding energy towards self-recrimination, We kind of bring crappy, shitty people to us. You know what I mean? We bring difficult situations to us because we're doing that. So, so you know, be loving towards yourself. You're probably a better person than you know. I say that to everybody. Okay, let me get my next caller here. Five six one. Welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hi. Hello. How you doing today? What's your name? Questions. Stacy. All right, Stacy. Is your first time calling in?
2: No, i
0: called in once before. Okay. Uh my my repeaters. All right, so tell me what um what what's your what's your question you want to ask about? We'll see what kinda of oral question. Okay,
2: my my concern right now is finances and love. That's pretty
0: much it. Okay. Everything is so,
2: haywire.
0: wire. What is it, they're both haywire or just one?
2: Excuse me?
0: I said are they are they, are they both haywire wire or just the one? The finances and love. <laughs> Both that's your question. Wire. Both. Okay. All right. So, okay, here's what I'm getting. Um, okay, let me talk about. Let me pull one more card first on the love matter because that's the uh, financial stuff. Um, okay. So here's what comes up. I pulled three cards for you. Um, I did a past position or recent uh, influence. I did a present. Um, card, and then I did a future one, uh, you know, just focusing on both subjects. So the past position came up, the Judgment card or Aon, um, and what that basically means is it's an archetypal card. It means that it definitely feels like you've been going through a lot of tests and a lot of lessons. You know, on the positive okay. side, I, I'm hearing you say that it feels a little haywire, but what you guys are saying to me is you actually have gotten some clarity. In other words, there are some things that you figured out and you've begun to see, like a larger picture Mm -hmm. of your life, because there's there's like a repeated pattern that keeps kind of coming up, and I think on the positive side, you've done more work than you know, at least to acknowledge that. It feels like everything kind of is in a real almost tailspin a little bit at the moment because Mm -hmm. you're about to make some good changes, which I'll tell you about in a minute, Um, but um, that's often what happens. Like We're actually about to make really big transitions. Sometimes it'll almost seem like it gets worse because okay. that's like the fear trying to pull us back in. In that respect, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. Like, it's almost a universal law. Ninety percent of the time, when people are about to make a major, big move or breakthrough in their life, they get pulled back into the, you know, into fear. In some respects, mm-hmm. which can you know thwart the process. So I don't want you to do that. I want you to keep kind of going forward with it. The Two of Stones, though, is coming up next, which means, like, the energy around that is, like, you're going to be juggling and multitasking a number of things. Um, It feels to me like with the financial stuff, there are solutions to this. It's definitely not easy, but your guides are saying you're going to pull in from multiple sources how to come to some type of resolution. Are you presently working?
2: Yes, barely. They cut that down to barely
0: they cut it down to barely because that's what the two stones means you're going to I keep kind of getting a message of it's not even like that you have to cut quit your job but they're you guys keep saying they're going to be pushes and impulses to um, look into other sources of income they keep saying that Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing ahead is almost like a sense of multitasking and finding a couple of other angles so Uh I like that I feel like you actually can do that and I think in the larger picture I think when it came to the job like you know, I, I know you're frustrated about them making cuts in your income, right. but I think it was—I think it was already a pain in the ass.
2: Yes, in other words, <laughs> yes, I think was. you were already yes.
0: irritated. It feels to me yeah. like you just is a part of you that just can't have your eggs all in one basket. Like that is just not working for you. I think you're very loyal. What's your what's your sun sign?
2: I'm a Sagittarius.
0: Sagittarius. Like, yeah. I feel like you know there is a, a loyalty there, but remember, Sagittarius is a mutable sign. That means you can multitask in a way that other people cannot. You know, so remember that as well. So the five of wands comes up in the future reversed, which is really kind of a good card, interestingly enough, because it usually means that a period of adversity becomes more a period of peace or a period of Uh feeling a little bit more of a sense of contentment. I feel like what I'm hearing with the relationship um, energy, it's almost like you guys keep saying, they want you almost to focus a lot on practical matters right now because I feel like with the relationship stuff, it is kind of making you want to pull your hair out a little okay. bit in that sense it does not feel like it's flowing the way that you want it to. Right. Um, and it's interesting to me because what I'm hearing is like almost the moment you pull away from prioritizing it, it's sort of going to solve in a way that will actually almost sort of throw you in that sense because they're saying that there's a period of peace – and more contentment around relationship that's coming, um, especially like by March of 2015. I like where you're at. Um, you know, I also feel like, are you in, this is going to sound like a really funny, weird question, but are you in pretty good shape now?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're showing like, it just feels to me like there's this period where you're, you're busy again because you're multitasking and making a shift in your career and your work, and that's going to feed your ego in a good way because I feel you'll have some uh-huh. success with that. But it also feels like to me like you're feeling like you're stronger physically. There's something they keep saying that to me. It's like you're going to be so active that you're going to feel more confident physically as well, even though I feel like you're going to be freaking tired sometimes because it feels like you're, you're doing a lot of work in the next couple of months. But that's what they keep saying is to look at multiple sources. But there is a more of a harmony that comes up around the relationship and around March and it's funny because it feels to me, it's almost like you've reached a point where you almost want to put it down and then all of a sudden it sort of like becomes more fluid again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's what I'm hearing. Are you seeing somebody now? No. Yes?
2: No, I'm not. No.
0: Oh, you're not. Yeah, okay. That's that's Yeah, that that's that's probably better at the moment. Because um, the image that I'm getting is, because the message I was getting is if you were, they were telling me to tell you the, to put it down.
2: Um Yeah you did Because it's like
0: it's like <laughs> it's putting no a putting dirty. a sick animal down. Uh in that sense. Yeah. Cause I I it's very funny because I see someone pursuing you uh, in the in the early part of the spring in a way I think that will surprise you. Um, it will feel very, very different. Um and I see someone very um not not lacking in assertiveness, um but mm-hmm. but Peaceful, not someone who's antagonistic, and that's what I think you, would, mm-hmm. you were dealing with before. So there is a change yeah. coming out, but that you guys are saying is now it's really, you know, focus on the practical details. Put the other, put the other part of it to the side for a little bit. Okay? okay? Awesome. Okay. All right. Thank Very you. good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, call it with an update. There's definitely, I, I keep getting an image of you like, doing multiple things, and I like that. I think you're actually going to find me. that you're doing
2: That's pretty things, much me, yeah.
0: yeah. Always juggling
2: something.
0: Good, excellent. Thank All you. right, great, thanks for calling in. Uh-huh. All right, I think I can get one more call in. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to just take one more call. My apologies to my last call if you can't get in. Uh, 954, I will make sure if you call in next month, I will get you first, no matter what, if I'm not able to get you today, Okay. So 216, two Welcome Hi. to Think All Radio. How you doing? How are you? I'm Hello. doing great. What's your name?
1: My name's Sharon.
0: All right, Sharon. Have you called in before? Nope, this
1: is my first time. First
0: timer. All right. So tell me what's your 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 sun sign first, and then tell me what you're kind of want to ask about. I,
1: I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo.
0: Oh, remember positive pole of Virgo as I study, I analyze. And what that means okay. is if you're Virgo and you decide you're going to do something, you'll be really freaking good at it if you commit to it. I love to tell Virgos that because I think they forget that about themselves. That's the benefit of being anal. <laughs> I say that in the so best way we you're we good at it.
1: You're yeah, right. We're, I we're have anal.
0: I a whole bunch of Virgo in my chart. And even though, like the first do couple you? of times I did Yeah, I'm a set but I've got a conjunction of three planets and Virgo in my chart. So... I have a lot of it. And, and, like, for me, like, if I decide I'm going to be good at something and it's interesting to me, after a, a bit of study, I become really freaking good at it. It's just, and then what I don't want to do, I'm terrible at it because I have no interest in it. I know what you mean.
1: One. No, you're right. A lot of people guess yeah. me as a Libra, though. A lot of people think I'm a they Libra. They guessed
0: me a yeah, Sometimes it's because me, you may have Mercury, <laughs> or pushed into a Libra. But the negative for Virgo, the negative expression is I worry. And, Ever, it's to oh, my catch God. That. Yeah, it's, you know what, it, Virgo always wants to solve a problem before it actually happens, which is what makes them talented. But on the Their other hand... Their is far, always on. They're yeah.
1: always thinking. They're always thinking. Yeah, you're always
0: thinking ahead. You know, it's like a chess game. You must stay ahead and solve problems I know. before they But on the other side of it, you got to remember, like, a lot of things that we worry about never actually happen. Well when they happen, you have already gotten the information, the solution before it <laughs> happens. You're right. You're right, because that's what that's happened. Different. My AC went out just a couple of days ago, and I was like, damn it, you know what I mean? What if this is going to cost a fortune? I was like, dude, you haven't had the AC checks in three or four years. It probably just needs a freon replacement. And listen, the universe made it end the last 90-degree day. I don't really need the AC until <laughs> – it's, it's, it's Arizona. I won't need the AC again until April. I can leave this alone. It was sort of like, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll turn out to be solvable. Um, exactly. Okay, so what would you want to ask about?
1: Well, my question is to you, I am contracting at a job right now. I've been, I was laid off for a few, a few months this year, and it's, it's temp to perm. I took it, a recruiter got it for me, it was, and a friend referred me. It's, it's decent money and it's benefits, but it's not what I want to do. My question to you is, are they going to keep me there until I find the job that I want?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I have a, let me tell you, I have an answer to that really came very quickly to me, and I pulled a rune stone, and I'm going to tell you what that says in a minute. Um, I, think, <laughs> okay. I think the good news is they are, and I think the bad news is they are. So, and what I mean by that is, because I, I, I pulled a rune, it came up strength reversed, which means, listen, I, I don't want to minimize this. This is sapping your energy in a way that well, is probably way more tiring than you'd like it to be. It's
1: it is it's a very it's yeah. not a very busy it's it's in financial but it's a very boring financial I'm used to action you know the Wall Street but yeah. it's paying my bills it's decent it's a decent hourly pay for temping yeah. but I'm still looking but the bottom line is they're going to keep me I am just going to do my job I'm not going to complete you know what I'm saying and not let them see that yeah it, I,
0: that's what I'm kind of hearing is to sort of lay low and do the job because I know you're 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 bored. But what I'm hearing is there's definitely a change that is coming. Um, I'm, I'm hearing February very strongly that comes up because um, I keep okay. sort of seeing an Aquarian influence coming up, and that's what's hitting me oh. chronic-wise. Oh. And I like that a lot because you, it's almost like it's going to be so challenging at a different level that you're going to realize why you almost needed the pause period before <laughs> this next challenge surface. good point. Um,
1: Plus, yeah, I'm so you feel like trail
0: But it's very. It feels to me. I don't think you're gonna lose this. Um, Even if you did, it would be a blessing. But you know, from a financial level, I just feel like you know how to maneuver it, where you're still looking good enough and and doing it well enough. You know what I mean? To stay under the radar. But um, it just feels to me like um, uh, that 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 transition is coming, and it feels like you will. You'll be very busy. Um, It's very challenging, and it's almost. You guys are saying it's almost gonna make you nervous. Um in the beginning. when you go into the okay. you'll laugh when I'm saying that, but you'll end up realizing the thing that I always tell people which is maybe this is part of my Virgo energy as well too. I think that a, a lot of people are stupid and I don't even mean that in a mean way, just because like when I had jobs like people would not show up or come in late all the time or complain and I was always like, That's like the worst thing you can do in a job. Like, how dumb are you on your second day of work to come in two hours late? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense to me. You endear yourself by being reliable and consistent and all those things. And I, I feel like you have that. So it's when you, when you, you know, I, I had kind of reached a point when I used to wait tables and bartend that when I would go apply for a job years ago in my 30s and early 40s when I did this, I never went in with the idea of hoping I'd get a job. I always went in with the perspective that if they have a brain in their head, they're going to hire me.
1: That's a good point.
0: And you know what I mean? I just always had that cockiness because, I listen, I know I was extremely good at that work when I did it. Extremely good. Just because most people are nerds. And, and I, yeah. I when I when I realized that, that was a really useful type of a thing because sometimes they wouldn't like it. They'd think oh, I was a little too cocky. But most of the time, what they liked was that confidence. You know confidence. I mean? There you go. Say, I need you to direct me. I'm going to direct me. If I make a mistake, I'm the first one to catch it. You know what I mean? I don't like to make mistakes. Yes. Six ago. And I think you have a bit of that. So you guys are saying, you know, it it, it, it does feel like there is something up. You'll understand what I mean. It will feel kind of challenging in another way, like you're taking on a new job a little that it might have been ready for. Well, I have a pressure no job. My job is threat.
1: usually like, okay, my job is usually like that, though. It's an intense job,
0: a yeah, job my like career that I'm in. Yeah, you are ready. You will easily step up to the plate. So no problem with that. The okay? bottom
1: line is, though, they're happy with me to, at the job I'm at now.
0: Yeah, and, I just feel like there, there seems to be some issues with just people in general and certain things, but I feel like they, they keep showing an image of you, like, being under the radar to be pulled out. You know what I mean? So don't don't fret or worry about it. If that does happen, I don't think it will. You'll kind of catch that realization that, you know what, there's a part of you that needed to – that brief transition time from one space to the next, but I don't even think that's going to be the case. I think it'll be something that you decide to walk from.
1: Okay, I just wondered. You don't feel I'm going to lose. Yeah, it?
0: yeah, know. it's. It, I mean, that's that's what I mean about you know a lot of. I, I was again, I love to say this, and I will use this as a, as a quick last example, but it's that worry part because you're. You know, it's almost like you're. Like even when my a c went out for example, I was its of her going, in part, like I'm already thinking, what if it's two grand, and i have to, I'm already in my mind trying to come up with two grand, but like I know it didn't it's, I don't even know it's two grand it's, it could it could be it could be forty two dollars you know what I mean like I don't even know. know that yet you're writing the, you know what I mean you're already kind of thinking in advance in that way, so catch that, but you will i do feel like you'll make this transition. Um, comfortably, you'll, you'll understand what I mean. There, there's definitely some issues that are going to surface on the job in a way that it does feel like you, you, you know, it almost reminds me of years ago that I had a lot of clients that were Intel workers, and okay. a lot of times they threatened them that they were going to lose their job. We're going to do downsides, and we're going to do some cuts, and everyone was always having a stroke when they were lose their job, and then most of the people never lost their jobs. So it just feels okay. like be something else in the offering. You'll make that transition, Okay.
1: Okay. All right. <clears throat> but you feel me there a little while.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not seeing. I'm definitely not seeing. Um, uh, I'm not seeing. Uh, I, I feel like you'll be drained. I'm not necessarily in a negative sense, but more because that part of you is craving something more to bite into, and that's what it's coming gotcha. from. Okay. So,
1: okay. Thank you. I got you. Thank All you right. so much. Okay.
0: Awesome. All right. Great. Thanks for your call. Have a good. You, too. Have an excellent uh, holiday, Halloween. I guess it is a holiday. Uh, thanks for all the calls. Listen, I've got one more call. I can't get you today. I have to sign off. I've got a, an appointment coming in about five minutes, so I've got to cut off a little early. Um, I'm going to mark you down, 954. If you do call in on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I will make sure that I take your call first, no matter when you call in. So um, I'd like to be loyal to my callers. Thank you, guys, for all the calls. Um, wishing you all the best. And uh, have fun tomorrow, uh, if you're going to have fun on Halloween. I'm almost 50 years old, a month away from it, so I'm actually working on Halloween. I don't really give that much of a crap about it. <laughs> I don't have kids. Yeah, When you have kids, it's much funner. Anyway, uh, this is Jim Ventura. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back uh, in two weeks with my uh, my uh, column show, and then the next call-in show will be the Astrology Update show, I believe, on the 26th Wednesday. And that will be an hour show, so I'll be able to get to more callers. But thanks for tuning in, guys. Email me at VenturaSage at com to get added to the newsletter mailing list. You'll also know when shows are going to air that way. And uh, thanks for calling in. Ben. Cheers.